born, the throne awaits. A seer warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Bide your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm one of the students, Morgan. I am the other student, Devin. And I'm the teacher, Dan. And this week we're talking about Sonic Underground some more. Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest, this show isn't very good. I I know it's a big shock, but I, I this show had me mad for two episodes straight. I I kept trying to meet it on its Saturday morning cartoon level, and I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Like at least with like at least with the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, there's like I have some fun. Yeah. You know, because it's, like, kind of just, like, funny antics. And then, yeah. like, even Sonic X, I think I prefer to this. hmm Because at least it's, like, I don't know, I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Sonic Underground is... I, I... I... Something I've thought about before. Like... Adventures with Sonic the Hedgehog came first, and that leaned very much into this sort of, uh, uh, comedy Looney Tunes stuff. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the artist is like a huge, is like hugely inspired by it and whatnot. Uh, uh, Sad AM is like trying to lean into a more serious thing, uh, along the lines of like other TV shows from the, from the time that were like for kids, but also. Had like mature plot lines like uh, Gargoyles and uh, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, oh man, I I rem- like I remember liking Gargoyles a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it that much, but mm-hmm. it seems almost like it works better than Underground does. Yeah. I don't know if I would say Sadam is like the greatest show ever or anything like. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The thing that it kind of um it go ahead. Oh, sorry. The thing that Set AM does is that like an episode has like a defined plot, and then it like sticks with it mm-hmm. instead of like doing ninety mm-hmm. fake outs during an episode. That just makes me mad. Yeah, and it I does can't... also seem to borrow from like the comics, which are like. At least, you know, they seem, like, well-loved for a reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. they're, like, at least slightly coherent. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, also, yeah, like, a bunch of the early uh, Archie stuff, which would have been contemporary with this, uh, well, by this point in time, it would be deep in the Penders era, but that, but also, like, the early stuff for that is... It, like, has the characters from the, uh, more serious Sad AM, but has more, like, goofy plot lines akin to, uh, adventures. I feel mm-hmm. like one thing about Underground is it wants to, like, bridge this sort of gap, but it has no ability to do so. 
yeah. It's just trying so hard to be cool. Mm-hmm. But in like yeah, it's trying like so hard and like in a very like in a cringy way. Like I get that it's not geared towards me; it's geared towards like kids. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, it's trying hard to be cool, but in like a dare the lion kind of way, or like the dare lion, whatever yeah. his name yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. It's it's trying to be cool in a way that. Uh, a middle-aged, uh, a middle-aged, uh, television writer thinks what they think, like, a child in the 90s would think is cool. Uh, How are you doing, fellow teens? Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll get there, but, like, the entire second episode with, like, Manic's, like, stealing thing, and I'm just like, okay, first of all, he's stealing from people who work for Dr. Robotnik. Like, I don't think I'm too mm-hmm. pressed about him stealing. Yeah. For uh, real. Like, I'm like, yeah, you keep stealing, Manic. Ruin their lives. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I don't think there's any news this week. I mean, I think the Sonic Colors remaster might have come out by now. Yeah, I think that came out by now. It's just, uh, from what I understand, it's pretty all right. Uh, there have been, like, videos of glitches and stuff, but... But... Otherwise, it's all right. There's, I've heard some complaints about like certain soundtracks that were remixed that don't sound as good, but from what I've seen, what I've heard, it seem it it looks like Sonic Colors. Yeah, it looks like Sonic Colors. It looks like it could be pretty fun. I heard the Switch version is the glitchiest version, so if you want it, you might want to get it for like PC or something. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Switch has a. Uh, weaker hardware than the other stuff it's coming out on. Uh, From the immortal words of the Shrieking Shack, it's a 6 out of 10, one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh... Sonic Colors is a very, uh, 7 out of 10. It got, like, a lot of, like, reputation at the time, because at the time, at, at, like, Unleashed was a 6 out of 10 at best, and before that was, well... Sonic 06. <laughs> uh, right, like, Sega was in a deep rut of, They were in like, a dark place. And... Yeah, and so I heard a lot of people being like, oh, Colors from that time is okay. Or, mm. like, oh, I really liked Colors. And it's like, yeah. I wonder how many of those people are, like, playing it now and are like, it's... I thought it was better than this. <laughs> you know, it's it's always one of those things where I'm like, hmm seems interesting in like a nostalgia kind of way for people who played it you know mm-hmm. yeah kind of like an oasis There's like i don't have any of that time like an oasis in a desert uh, of content God. cool mm. true so with with that all said uh let's talk about the first <laughs> episode the first of these two episodes Ugh. Uh, at this point, I'm not going by numbers because the numbering is weird. Uh, so instead I'll just go with, I'll just say the title of this episode, which, uh, chronologically is the seventh episode, uh, The Price of Freedom. Or as I like to call it, Sonya's Girlfriend. Uh, mm mm-hmm. 
She literally calls her her girlfriend. Like, I know they mean it in, like, a girl that's a friend way, but, like, no. They're yeah, they're girlfriends. That, uh, yeah, live in Yao Pao. Uh, <laughs> God, this is such they a, like. They were married and they were best friends and constantly wrote to each other. <laughs> this episode is such a, like, wow, girls are don't like being dirty G- women be shopping the women be shopping episode. energies of this episode were off the goddamn charts they were yeah for sure yeah uh so we open up with uh this sort of like chase sequence uh between like the sonic siblings and sleet and dingo uh also, their mom does, like, a fucking, like, opening dialogue, or monologue. I don't remember. Does she do that for every episode? Because she did it for these two episodes. Yeah, she does it for every episode. Right? <laughs> okay. I just have a terrible memory. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, they're, like, being chased by, um, Dango and fucking... Whatever his name is. This is my yeah. terrible memory for this show. Uh, Could Sonic always fly? Uh, wait. Was he... Was uh, he was like flying? a blue blur, but very specifically, he never touched the ground as he was like doing his blue blur run ahead of them thing. Like his huh. orb is like very conspicuously like 10 feet off the ground. I, I just assumed it was animated weird. I didn't really like. Well, that's what I thought. But I then in the next episode, like, no, this episode. Sorry, this episode's so long. They're like being taken up into a ship, and Sonic like clearly flies up into the ship. Yeah, I guess it's going off this this sort of like cartoon logic where if you run fast yeah. enough, you can just okay. go anywhere. Yeah, huh? it just it does feel like kind of cartoon like. <clears throat> if you see like um you know like roadrunner fucking like boop it like running up into something or whatever i i don't know it didn't really like register as flying i was just like all. oh i guess sonic <laughs> also this picture i put oh i was just like oh i guess i just missed the part where they explain sonic has the power to fly in this show Oh, it's. I mean, to be fair, there's no like plane, like there's you know, there's no tails, so there's no like tornado for tails to fly. Oh, that's true. They gotta fly somehow. Um, this picture I put in the Discord is just like that dude's gaming to me. <laughs> like he's blasting lasers at the siblings, but yeah, he just looks like he's gaming. Is a gamer. That's what, yeah, that's what gaming looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, they have this whole chase sequence. Uh, they trick Sleet and Dingo into like. Oh, oh sweet, right. Sonia like. Sonia like bails and gets hooked to a tree, but she's able to like create a fog fog that causes the bounty hunters to crash into a wall and go down a waterfall. Uh, so Sonia like tears herself free of of it, and like she's 
mourning the she's mourning her bike. I I think she's mourning her bike or maybe her outfit or both. I thought uh, she was like my outfit. Yeah, I, I think don't it's her remember. outfit. Yeah, I think it's like new. Said, but yeah, her bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because her bike ends up being fine. Because Manic looks at it and it just like leaks some oil, and she's like, "Fuck you," because mm-hmm. the oil gets on her. Yeah. After her being like dirty with mud and the the outfit being torn, and so she's just like, "Oh, I need a break." Fuck. Yeah. So she drives off to East Mobius, uh, which is incidentally the next uh, location on their map of places to find mom. Uh, so Sonic and Manic also go there. Yeah, <laughs> Manic's like, time to go to next location. Yeah. Wow. What are the coincidences? It's incredibly funny. <laughs> it's incredibly funny how the entire like mom searching plot happens mm-hmm. off screen. Yeah, they just kind of seem to be like traveling around, like, and occasionally hearing about their mom, and like maybe going to fight. I'm thinking this is like, uh, like Fallout Four, where you have to find your son, but you, and to be fair, it doesn't take that many quest steps to get to there. But the average player is just going to spend so much time futzing around in the open world. That's what they're doing. Yeah, Sonic Underground. Damn, is I can't openly. believe uh, f- can't believe Fallout Four stole from Fallout Sonic mm. Underground. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Sonia goes to her friend Mindy's. Uh, they are good friends. Her very special friend Mindy. Her gal mm. pal Mindy is like nice to see you. Yay! Like. Yeah brings her into her like big old mansion yeah this is like assumed to be like a friend from when sonia was like yeah living with those adoptive parents yeah or whatever i guess i think yeah yeah she like grew up rich uh and i guess she she had like a lot of connections with like various rich folks uh uh she are her dad Mindy's dad shows up and she's he's like super hesitant to have her here because Sonia is a fugitive. If she stays here, they will probably get arrested for harboring a fugitive. Uh, and then they do a thing where like they talk about getting massages and manicures, etc. Uh, I'm like, where are you going to do that, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh. The, I I don't know. What could she possibly do this if she's a fugitive? Like I was like, I guess Mindy is gonna give her a massage. Like that's the only thing I could yeah. literally think of. I was like, this is okay. The, the gal pal's gonna whole, give her a massage. You know, this whole fugitive thing is very tenuous, especially in the next episode where like. They could be arrested at any time, but they just aren't. Yeah. They um, were wearing masks in the next episode. Oh, you're so right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I I think there's like a bit where she gets a scarf somewhere and she says it reminds her of her mom, who also wore a scarf. 
I don't know how she knows this. Uh, she's never met her. I thought yeah, she, like, dropped babies. her scarf somewhere. Oh, right, right, maybe. Right, um, so... Every time these children bring up knowing their mom, I'm just like, you were a baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't remember shit before the age of, like, <laughs> fucking ten or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mindy's got, like, this watch, which... She designed for the watch factory uh, that her father runs. Uh, she explains that even though they're old money, uh, Robotnik is like taxing the rich, which is bad. And Damn. that means it's really that evil. these old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> these two episodes were they big on the with- whole ta- <laughs> taxing the rich is bad. Uh, yeah! God, they sure were, huh? They were both about, like, rich people's woes being ruled by a fucking dictator, I guess. Boo-hoo, like, fuck you. (laughs) God. I'm... What if... I'm just thinking, like, in the... In the uh, rewrite of Sonic Underground, uh, Robotnik's just doing the whole Mao Zedong kill all the landlords thing. Uh, <laughs> Wait! <laughs> uh, like, just let them fight. Like, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh my god, what if he was more like. What if it was more like, oh, he listened to the oligarch. Like, he he was like, you know, kind of like how we see in this episode how, like, Rich Father Man is, like, actually working for Eggman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if that's just, like, the case with all the rich? Then it would be, I don't know, a commentary or something. Right. Maybe. Like, Completely by accident is the best part. Yeah. God, yeah. Something I've picked up on, mostly from hearing from other people, things I remember seeing uh, in the past, like, where the Sonic's underground status on the rich is, they're just harmless idiots who have lots of money, and, like, it... Sonic Underground is willing to say that the rich have problems, but are Unwilling to say why they have problems beyond, yeah, uh, yeah. I have like they they can be they can be like vain and jerks, but you're still also, supposed to sympathize with them. I feel like people kind of live in this weird liminal space in underground. Mm-hmm. Like in Sad AM, for instance, um, like all the people who aren't like hiding. Are being roboticized, mm-hmm. right? But in this one, it's like there's just people around, and they're fine as long as they get like, you know, they're they're kind of just living their life. And I'm like, yeah, wow, this is exactly what would happen in real life. It's just like people would be living their life, and it would suck. And there would be some people that are fugitives, and it would suck worse for them. But like, generally, people are just vibing, right? Yeah, and 
It's, like, like, completely by accident that it's like that. Like, it just kind of feels like a weird neoliberal hell. Like, I have words (laughs) about, like, next episode with the whole, like, poor children and, like, the duke who supports the resistance. Like, Mm -hmm. I I was losing my mind that entire episode. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, anyways, uh... Sonia gets one of her watches, and then this next part's very confusing because it goes into like a nightmare <laughs> sequence, but n- but there's no like pre-transition. It just starts. The fucking yeah. transition is her like looking in the mirror, and then suddenly she's like thinking, and then there's just like a fucking nightmare sequence. Which, like, in retrospect, we realize is a nightmare because she's waking up from a dream afterwards. But, like, she's just running around with her brothers and she's, like, trapped by Robotnik with his, like, weird robot arms and Mm -hmm. the scarf, like, magically comes out and wraps around him and is being controlled by her mom. And Sonya runs after her mom. And then her mom suddenly becomes Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And she, it's very scary, and she wake up. Cut to me thinking that, oh, this will be relevant for the rest of the episode. No, it's not. No. At all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's foreshadow, or like, no, it's like, let's bring up the scarf thing and then resolve it minutes later. And then yeah. the scarf never comes up again. And it's like, oh, it's just so we could have a funny dream about the scarf attacking Robotnik, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and she fell asleep in, like, a gown or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. did she get she, drugged or something? Yeah, What's I, going on? It's so weird. I felt like I was losing my fucking mind, like, for both these episodes. Yeah. But, like, this one I was just like... Is this supposed to be like a drug trip? I don't. Yeah, no, like. No, it's just a weird dream. Yeah, like. I get like, the idea of starting a dream sequence in media rest. That's obvious. That's how most of them start. Yeah. But, sure. Yeah. But maybe like have a scene with Sonic and Manic doing something and then cut back. Yeah, the transition's just very weird. It just sort of happens, and like. I don't think there's a really clear, like, meaning behind this dream beyond robotic, bad mom, good. Like, I understand, like, dream sequences, like, basic stuff is, like, just show what they're afraid of or have a little prophecy moment or something like that. Uh, but, like, it, a dream, if a dream is being shown in, like, a cartoon, like, different than, like, your real life dreams. Like, yeah. your real life dreams can be whatever the fuck. happens you probably were just like it's just shit from the day or like Mm -hmm. whatever but like usually if a dream is put into a show like this like they bothered to animate it and this is like before computer animation was like really a thing Mm -hmm. so they had to like hand draw all this and they were like okay let's do this dream with uh robotnik bad mom good She's being fooled in her dream, whatever. They bothered to, like, animate all of that and didn't have, like, 
any follow-up on that. Like, they didn't have anything where she was like, oh, I remember this from my dream. Yeah. I'm gonna do something with this scarf or something. Or like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, I remembered in my dream that Robotnik can, like, extend his arms like a robot. It's real. Scary. Very, ah. I don't know. Like, for some reason, it really bothered me. It's just like very. I was like very hung up on this fucking this dream, dream sequence because they put so much like effort into nothing. Essentially, it screams that they like got to the end of like storyboarding most of the episode and were like, "Ah, oh, shit, we don't have like a full episode. Let's just throw in a dream sequence." Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's kind of batshit to think about that they didn't have a full episode because they were kind of at a rapid pace for most of yeah. it. Like, I just felt like things kept happening. Like, there was a song in the middle of the episode that I thought would be maybe more towards the end. Like, I was like, you didn't have to put this dream in it. You would have had more time to, like, dwell on, like, the daughter and father relationship later. Like, here's the thing you could have put into the episode. You could have cut out the dream. You could have cut out the dream completely. Or, like, make it shorter. Or, like, whatever. And then like spend more time laying out like why the father did certain things for his daughter and you didn't have to explain it all in a song Um, (laughs) which is what happens we get an entirely new character Mm -hmm. this episode we get an entirely new character this episode with no setup and i'm like why do we need dream sequence when you could be fleshing yeah, out entirely right. new character? Exactly. Have like have like Sonic and Manic be like in trouble, like looking for their mom, and then the new character's like, "Ah, it was a setup, you fools!" Yeah, like so- Sonic and Manic don't come up again until like Sonya needs them. Yeah, and like uh, you're so right, Dan. Like, why wasn't there like a weird cutaway? Like. The, the transition to a dream would have made more sense if there had been, like, a cutaway to Manic and Sonic before it. You're so right. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been maybe, like, the most, like, the simplest solution. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this episode is This baffling. episode is, like, weird and out of order and, like, thrown together. Mm-hmm. So, we... So, Sonia wakes up. And, uh, he finds, like, this robot, like, scanning this, scanning documents she has on her person at all times. For For some some reason. reason, Where does she get this from? Why did she have, like, a black briefcase? Mm -hmm. That her- And also, what documents could they be? I never see these three, like, doing anything other other than just- Yeah, they just are, like- on the run. They're on the lamb, and, like, for some reason they have some documents that mm-hmm. we've never seen before, and I doubt we'll see again. Yeah. And she's all like, wow, I don't even let my- Oh, we definitely won't see these again. I don't even let my brothers look at this, you little fucking robot freak. Mm-hmm. It It's the green book. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, the ro- so this it's robot's like note. sending stuff to the Robotnik Intelligence Agency or the RIA. Uh, <laughs> Stupid. Uh, 
I do like the robot, though. Like, I like the watch robot. I like that it's a little spider guy, and I like that there ends up being a bunch of them. Mm Mm-hmm. That that's fun. Um, yeah, they're just funny little guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's around this point that Sonia sees like Sonic and Manic outside. Manic. No, has... she calls them. Oh right, she calls. She's... Them. No, she just calls. She's them on the phone, like, phone with them, and I'm like, where did you get this phone from? What the fuck is going on? Why does Sonic have a phone? He doesn't have clothes for the phone. I thought at first he was talking through his, like, his necklace. Which would make Mm. more sense, honestly, if, like, they could communicate through their, like, um, instrument necklaces. And could just, like, and Sonya could be like, wow, I fucking, I, you know, calling up Sonic and is like, oh, I messed up, um... Come help me, and Sonic and Manic are, like, in the area, thankfully. Yeah. Just like bones. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Manic steals, like, what was it, like a polo club or or something like that? Uh, Like a mallet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... Which, once again... Good for Manic. Yeah. Steal from the rich, dude. They it, He even, like, uses it in this scene to his advantage. To, like, yeah, beat up Sonic a robot. Scolds, yeah. Sonic scolds him at first. But then, like, those watch robots, like, there's a bunch of them that come in. Yeah. And Manic's like, great, now I can use this to smash them with. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm 100% on Manic's side all the time. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Sonic and Manic get captured by, like, SWAT bots. Uh, We meet this one SWAT bot. I don't know if he comes back or something, but he's, like, an important one. Yeah. Yeah, he's referred to as Agent N. Uh, It's N for Nintendo. Yeah. Agent (laughs) Nintendo. uh, uh, So, they're gonna, like, try to find Sonya, or the RIA agents. Uh, but, like, I'm not really, my, my notes here are a little slim, but I think, like, what happens is, like, Sonia shows up, uh, drops Sonic and Manicor in a net on a tree onto Agent N to knock him out, and, uh, she yeah. frees them. Uh, Manic, like, picks exactly. a lock in- to the watch factory, because yeah. they know about the watches now. Uh, and we learn... About uh, the surveillance state. Uh, they're going to... Uh, these watches are all going to be, like, sold as luxury items. And, uh, for cheap. They'll be, for, well, yeah, for cheap. And they will yeah, be... This is, cheap. this is literally... <laughs> they're literally surveillance items that everyone is gonna own because they're cheap. This is... Sonic Underground is just neoliberal hell. Mm-hmm. They predicted they predicted selling info on smartphones. <gasps> uh, <laughs> no one's gonna read the fucking terms of service agreements and they know it. Mm-hmm. Except in this one, it's covert. Like... They don't know they can turn into robots, but mm. in real life, we know. Yeah. Uh, and it's good, actually. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they find it, so, like, they tell, uh, I guess they tell, uh, uh, Mindy and her dad, and, like, her dad knew. He explains, like, he did it to protect her. And then we get a song! And then we get a song. Uh, I'm gonna cut it here and say I thought Mindy would be evil, mostly because uh, mm-hmm. Sonya had a line where she first found like the camera robot thing, and she said, "Oh, nice try, Mindy." I like. I was like, "Oh, so Mindy's evil? That's cool." No, she just well, didn't she know did, anything about this. Yeah, she did gift it to her, so like. Right. Yeah, I was like, "Cool, Mindy's evil. Like, Mindy is part of the surveillance state. That's cool. Let the rich be evil." So. This song, uh, it's called Money Can't Buy the Things You Really Need, and it's about how money can't buy the things you really need. Uh, so, so true. Oh, so, so true. fucking true. That's exactly what it- Fucking! <laughs> I had to, like, s- speed up. I was like, I don't want to listen to this song. I don't care Anyways, anymore. next These episode, ca- we talk about the orphans. These characters mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, Mindy and her dad mean nothing to me. This song works on Mindy's dad. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna flee uh, their home and join the Freedom Fighters. Uh, there's like yeah, just like that throughout the rest of this. Yeah, there are there are a bunch of jokes about like them carrying too much luggage because they're rich and they don't know what's essential. Mostly Mindy. Uh, because she's a girl. Also, oh, yeah, because women be shopping. Um, women be shopping. She can't leave everything behind. She has to bring all her polka dots with her. She can't, like... Uh, sorry. Yeah. Why don't these rich people just I, say, okay, we'll stay here and we'll keep selling these evil watches, but we'll also funnel money into mm-hmm. the resistance so you guys could, like, you know have shit and we can send the information no. these watches gather to you guys as well so you can like have that would be more intelligence <laughs> that, that would be, be smart i'm sorry ambiguous that would be morally <laughs> that would be that would have a degree of moral grayness to it which sonic underground just can't have <laughs> yeah you know the moral grayness where um in this next episode that's exactly what happens uh the yeah. guy Mm-hmm. Gives money to the resistance and to yeah robot it you know oh I have words about the uh, duke but we'll get there but we oh, can't boy. have we can't have moral grayness in this episode only in the second episode yeah well, yeah we're too busy you know, about the it, women be shopping mm-hmm. so uh so they sort of so uh Mindy and her dad flee. Uh, they get caught by Sleet and Dingo. Uh, what, what their plan is, yeah, Sleet turns Dingo into a carpet and, like, tosses the carpet, rolls it, and then it drapes itself over them so he can just, like, grab them. Yeah, I missed Uh, the part where he turned Dingo into a carpet and I was like, why is there just a floating carpet after them now? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, a funny carpet, like something that would happen in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, except this is a serious show. 
Yeah. But funny, um, funny dingo capture them. Funny as a ding- carpet. Funny dingo do a TF. Um. God, that's like his whole thing is being transformed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. He loves it. A yeah. generation of children He's got super real into sweaty. It. Mm-hmm. Ew. God. Uh, so the the Sonic siblings like rescue them. Uh, the lighting, I think it like cuts to commercial, and after it cuts back, the lighting is just changed from like this sort of dusky uh tone to uh just daylight. I noticed that too. Yeah, they were in there for a while. <laughs> Uh, they were it's really. Like, oh, that commercial <laughs> took a long time. <laughs> they were really trying to figure out how to get out of that fucking uh, uh, blanket for a while. They just like mm. forgot. Like the the artists just forgot what time of day it was. <laughs> These artists were fucking gone. Uh, they were so... so high during this episode. I mean, you would have had to be right. Yeah. I feel like, like genuinely, if you're like doing this much like hand-drawn art and stuff you had to be like kind of a little bit coked up <laughs> yeah i mean you like, gotta do something something to deal with the hand cramps you know yeah yeah uh, so uh aging and is back and captures everyone but sonic uh they're gonna get roboticized in like this portal this like ship that has like a roboticizer in it uh sonic saves them by sending out all the watch robots, which have been reprogrammed to work for him. Oh, and yeah, we didn't mention that. Um, Sonya, Manic, and Sonic all reprogrammed the watches while um, Mindy and her dad were, like, packing up stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is the slowest I also like that ever. the whole... It's the slowest roboticizer in the entire world. I'm just like, what's the point in this? She's just in a yeah. tube. Why could... She's just in a tube! Oh my gosh. Also, I it's just... I, I like um, that they can just use the watches now. Like, they yeah. just rapidly changed a hundred, or like 200 fucking watches to work for them. And now Sonic can just control them now and rip up all the fucking robots. All the bad robots, excuse me, with the Mm. good watch robots. Yeah, and like smart resistance Mm. fighters, they're going to have Mindy and her dad return back to their factory and use these now reprogrammed watches to spy on Robotnik. That's not what happens. I mean... Oh, I must have watched a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, that's not what happens. Yeah. Uh, they say home is where your family is. Uh, and Mindy and her dad go join the, the Freedom Fighters elsewhere. I think yeah, that's this for fucking, the episode. They just fucking join the Freedom Fighters. They leave all their yeah, clothes behind leave. that they were all so worried about before. And they ended up using as, like, weapons. Um... Sleet and Dingo Sleet and Dingo have like the robot I mean they're drones, right? Like they're watch mm-hmm. drones. Like what else would you yeah. could you really call them other than like 
spider drone or something. Like, they get attacked and it's scary because they're spiders. Um, yeah, they're just like, you know, these two, like, well-off people had their entire lives changed. <laughs> and it's fine because they have each other. You know, this is what would happen in real life. They wouldn't, you know, turn the hedgehogs in mm-hmm. to keep their life right as it was. Hey, <sighs> here's a question. So we got new character, Agent, and and we had Sleet and Dingo. Why did we have them both in this episode? I don't know. I don't know. In fact, they get to the point where it's like, Sleet and Dingo are like annoyed with the N or whatever. Yeah. N from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It would be so good if N from Pokemon was in this episode. Mm-hmm. I would love it. Yeah. Uh so that's it for the first episode. Uh <sighs> we start on Episode 8, chronologically, uh, Underground Masquerade. Uh, we, in this opening, in this opener, uh, Queen Alina talks about how crime is a slippery slope, and how Manic will be the focus of this episode because of that. Uh, Alina says, she, I'm hard on crime. And I say, you shut your mouth. Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, I don't think I would like Alina as a, as a mm-hmm. head of state either. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. Yeah. Not just because she's a monarch. A fantasy queen is still a yeah. queen. Yeah, a fantasy monarch still Yeah, a monarch. even if she was, even if they changed it so she wasn't a monarch and instead she was elected, I would not vote for her. She, she is not a good leader. Uh, <laughs> Uh, speaking of fantasy royalty and aristocrats mm-hmm. in this episode Sonya is so out of pocket this episode yeah she looks at some poor children and is like damn look how poor and dirty they are they're playing the fucking mm-hmm. accordion uh, damn kid you look like shit <laughs> <laughs> Sonya says uh, fuck them kids <laughs> Sonya says I hate poor people so much it's unreal uh, <laughs> So, this episode sort of opens I can't with. My brother used to be poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sleet and Dingo are trying to steal tax money. Er, they they're they're doing some tax collecting, and they come up with an idea of like, what if we got, what if we stole some tax money? I'm like, uh, wow, what I love to see in my children's cartoon: taxes. Yeah, tax fraud. <laughs> I love uh, it. I can't believe I can't believe Sleet and Dingo are unionizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, th- I do love how they talk this whole episode. They're like, "Oh, if we portray Robotnik, he'll arrest us," and I'm just like, "Robotnik won't arrest you. He'll shoot mm-hmm. you." Yeah, uh, there's a lot of talk of like, "Ah, oh, damn, we can't do this, or we'll be arrested." I'm like, "What are you talking about? He kills mm-hmm. people." Mm-hmm. Obviously uh, not, because Sleet and Dango are still alive, even yeah. though they're, like, useless. I guess! 
He needs his dumb bots. Uh, they're not even robots, are they? No, they're not. I, I just... No! They're just dudes! Like, they're not... They're fucking... At least Scratch and Grounder you can rebuild over and over again. They're just... Yeah. Dumb Some fucking... They're assholes. just some fucking guys. They're just some uh, fucking guys! Uh... So... We get to see this little street urchin kid. Uh, he... Tries to pickpocket a guy, but the guy's got no money in his wallet. So I thought this was Dingo. I thought this kid was Dingo at first. Mm-hmm. I was extremely wrong. We see Kid Dingo later. I was very confused as to who this child was. Yeah, I... Gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Gonna be very honest. I'd smoke with Kid Dingo. Mm-hmm. Damn, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kid Dingo was pretty cool if he wasn't a little narc. Kid Dingo is GNC as fuck. Uh, God, he sure is, but like, <laughs> but like, I forget who what this kid's name is, but I thought this was Child Dingo for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had him in my notes as just Little Manic. He yeah. does look like a little like orange haired, sort of also... more human looking than Manic. Yeah, I don't know I, what he is. I I think yeah, it's I think it's like the the color of him. Like, he's got more of, like, a fleshy skin tone to his whole body than uh, the rest of the characters. He has an uh, like comb over spikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid's name is Max, as I learned, like, halfway into the episode. Oh, yeah, they do totally call him Max. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he gets, like, he does some crimes. He gets caught. Uh, he he has to like run from Sleet and Dingo. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, the Sonic siblings are passing by in their RV, so he jumps in. Uh, Why do they have an RV now instead of bikes? This is my first on the list of these kids are just cops. Um, uh, Max hops in and is like, you guys gotta get me out of here. I'm being chased by some real bad guys. And Sonic just goes, why should we care? I'm like, damn, Sonic. Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like this Famed is a resistance. child. Famed resistance fighter Sonic the Hedgehog does not care about children. Fuck them <laughs> He kids. really said uh, fuck them kids. Yeah, he literally s- he literally says, why should we care? And then he, you know, he sees that it's Sleet and Dingo, and he's like, ah, those guys suck, okay. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but he had to see who was chasing him at first. Like, Sonic, there's only uh, one police uh, force here, and it's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, they, yeah, uh, they, like, rescued Max they they escape. Uh, Max takes them to see his weird friends. Uh, uh, I love his little urchin like group. Yeah, the little like weird. I like the one with like bat wings for ears. I have no idea what this child is, but I love him. Yeah, like they ha- <laughs> there's like. I love all these little Yeah, there's urchins. like four or five of them. They only name two of them, I think. Like yeah. Allegra and Clifton. And Clifton's like this weird kobold kid. 
Yeah. Is, that w- that is a good way to describe like a cobalt. Yeah, there's like a There's like a dodo like gargoyle kid later yeah, like gargoyle. Yeah. These designs were clearly like we don't know what to talk. We don't know what these animals are. Yeah. Anymore. They uh one of the character designers watched the TV show Gargoyles and thought, "What if I made Lexington one of these kids?" Uh, I I love like just how like vague a lot of the animals are. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what Mindy and her dad are. Mm-hmm. They uh, might be some kind of dog. You know, creature. next time we watch. You know, next time we watch Sonic Underground, I think I'll just watch Gargoyles mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh, be an episode recap of that. Uh, so. What else? Uh, okay, so we established, like, uh, the Sonic siblings have a gig at the Duke's Masquerade Ball. Uh, oh, these children can all play music, and they steal things by distracting people with their music. Mm-hmm. And so Sonic's like, hey, what if these kids played with us? Yeah. For the Duke, because they're cool, actually. And then the Duke can just assign them to new families. Yeah, that's something that just sort of gets dropped in the middle of the episode. The Duke can just do that. (laughs) What family? It hasn't. I would like to, like... I would just like to put it out there. The Duke hasn't. The The Duke can just, like, get these children, like, families at any time. The Duke knows, like, six or seven gay couples. Uh... So, I guess so. I I wonder. If, well, now I have this idea. This is fucking stupid, but I'm gonna. Now I have mm-hmm. this idea of like the Duke has like secret underground gay couples because mm-hmm. Robotnik hates the gays famously. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Robotnik famously is Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, the- this is the second uh, Sonya at a pocket moment because this is where like Sonic's like oh they could play in our band and Sonya's like oh but mom might be there and if she saw us hanging out with a bunch of poor kids playing the accordion no mm-hmm. that can't happen yeah she's like yeah. we would be disowned Sonya fuck off she <laughs> says we would be disowned if our mom saw us playing with kids who play the accordion and I'm like why what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm like, Sonia, you're in a war right now. Fuck off. Sonia, like... Why do you hate the accordion so much? But also, yeah. like, why do you hate these children so much? Uh, so... Sleet and Dingo get a plan. Uh, Sleet's plan is to age-regress Dingo into a into, like, a kid-teen-something named Urchino. His uh, name's Urchino! Mm-hmm. It's fucking Urchino. This GNCS kid. He him into level two stage, like, trans man, like... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, Fuck! This, this is Dingo's mid, mid-evolution form. Uh, <laughs> This what? is literally, this is me, like, two months after taking tea. <laughs> it's just, mm-hmm. I'm gonna look like this what? fucking kid. Yeah. 
Kid Dingo rules. If he wasn't a narc, I would be best friends with him. Yeah. Uh, this show is full of narcs. Sonic's a fucking narc. Yeah. Sonic's uh, a fucking uh, cop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this this episode <sighs> this episode is is truly a product of the Clinton administration. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, this show says, "Damn, look at the end of history. We love it." Mm-hmm. We've so, arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Puccini's gonna have like a little listening device, and uh, Sleek's gonna feed info into it. Uh. Uh. There, there's also like this whole bit where they establish that, uh, the, uh, like Max's gang of kids can't like return all their loot because they've had it for a while and they don't know who they stole it from. Someone uh, wants them to return the money that mm-hmm. they took also from the rich people who are working for Eggman, not explicitly. But they kept their wealth because Robotnik likes them enough to let them keep their wealth. Also, why haven't these kids sold this fucking loot yet? Yeah. What do you mean? I think they maybe don't know who. I think they maybe just had gotten it, like, even though they had it for, like, a while. They probably, like, threw it all together. That was, like, my thought was, like, oh, they probably just, like, collected a bunch of loot from these rich people and kind of threw it together so they don't know like what gold coins go to who mm-hmm. and okay, um, I was just like fucking get rid of those gold coins and get some food you fucking urchins <laughs> they don't know shit about money <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just like mad cause like there's just this scene about like one of the urchins like playing music and taking like a necklace while playing music and then Sonic returns it. Yeah, I I forgot about that part, but that is something they do. I'm like, uh, Sonic, let the kids keep it. They literally need food. Like, Sonic, what the fuck have what these the rich people fuck? ever done for you? These kids are all in on helping the resistance, and Sonic's like, yes, yes, but we must mm-hmm. keep the rich happy. Yeah. Uh, we we are an explicitly anti-government resistance, but also we obey the law. Yes! Exactly! He literally keeps talking about, like, getting arrested, and how, like, wow, if Mana keeps doing this shit where he steals, because, like, Manic's kind of showing the kids, like, other techniques, he's like, damn, these kids are gonna get in trouble. And I'm like, Bitch, you already are in trouble. You're literally on the lam. You're okay, you know a what? refuge. I just had a brain blast. You know mm-hmm. Adventures yeah. of Sonic the Hedgehog, that one episode where Sonic got adopted by uh, Robotnik's mom? Mm-hmm. And the whole theme yeah. of the episode was, well, the law sometimes is unfair, but you gotta obey it, or you're, like, just as bad as they are. That's just this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's the show. entire. That's the entire conceit of the show is it being like Sonic being like, 
oh, well, you know, we may be an anti-government resistance, but we hate to break the law. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. I guess that's why they never kill anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, so... Uh... Uh... My notes are a little loose from the for this next section, but from what I understand, Sleet and Dingo are going to have uh, Urchino like trick the kids and basically like trick Manic into like helping them steal for them. Uh, yeah, that and- is what happens. Like, there's some scenes of like um, Urchino slash Dingo like kind of showing up and showing like how he's good at stealing and getting advice through like a little earpiece from um Mm -hmm. Dingo knows some fucking coin tricks oh yeah yeah. but like like, he he does it enough to kind of like yeah he does it enough to like get their approval or at least like enough to be like yeah, I'm a street urchin too. I want to help you guys, kind of thing. Yeah, there's this whole bit where like, where like Urchino and uh, Manic are like talking, and while they're talking, they're just like effortlessly doing a dual juggling act. Yeah, uh, what the fuck? Oh yeah. And then Once like, it, oh, that's up. right. I remember now. There's like, like Sleet establishes like when. When, like, Dingo is transformed, that by being a street urchin, he has inherent sleight of hand skills. I'm uh, like, what is this fucking D&D shit? God, he just slotted into a class. But he also says, like, you're still kind of a, you're still a dumbass, so I have to give you advice through the earpiece. And I'm like, the earpiece doesn't tell you. The earpiece can't help him do the coin trick. Low he still has to do it decks. physically. What? Low and high decks. Uh, uh, yeah. God, that's how I play a character, though. I like... Um, Urchino is so cool. Like, I'm so mad. He also, like, first... Let, let Urchino be Seriously. his own character. But, like, Slee also shows up and, like, all the kids and the sonic family are like damn how'd they figure out where we were well obviously it's urchino that like told them where they were mm-hmm. and then they like he puts up this like re- like <laughs> he brings these robots in and then you know like they all get away all the kids and stuff get away with a cool so- sonic tornado but like sleet's also just like yeah we wanted them to get away yeah I guess? Yeah. Yeah, Dingo just conveniently, like, hung out behind. Like, obviously didn't help. Clearly didn't get, like, sucked into the tornado. Just kind of stayed there. No one has any opinions on this later. So, like, part of the plan is, like, uh, Urchino convinces Manic to steal a single coin to prove his trust in his plan. Uh, And (sighs) Manic does this while... Sonic and Sonia do a song for the Masquerade Ball. Uh, this is the weirdest fucking song we've gotten so far. It's Down in the Bayou, and it's, it's like singing about Cajun beats 
and Max, it's it, I don't know why. Oh wait, no, that comes. That comes at the actual ball. This part is where they like go to the Duke's house and they see his vault full of gold and treasure and say, "Damn, it's a shame you yeah, have to give it all it's, away." It's just taxes. Sonic and Sonia at first. And I say it's just what? Sonic and Sonia at first because Manic's like showing all the kids like what they have to perform, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so they go to the Dukes and they're like, "You have to give all this money away, yeah, so that you can keep your ball going." I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, legally, legally he can keep his ball if he gives his money away yeah. in taxes. Also, that allows him to run information to the resistance. Yeah, yeah maybe like funding funds the resistance. He said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, right. Yeah, the Bayou stuff or the the song, like that comes later because they have to like do this thing where they like see Sleet show up looking for the money. And, um, and then they also have to show, like, Manic, like, telling Max, like, hey, you have to take over for drums for me later for when I steal the coin, like Urchino wants me to, dares me to. And then that's when the ball happens. Right. And they're all in masks. Mm -hmm. So they're in disguise, so they don't get arrested. Yeah. I guess. Sonic doesn't have gloves on and it weirds me out because I have I to see his I did not fishing. notice that. I did not oh, notice. No. oh no. Uh, oh, it was bothering me the whole episode. I thought were, it was an animation hands error, like, but nope, he just doesn't have gloves on. Were his hands blue or tan? They're oh. tan. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... But yeah, this is when the Bayou song plays, and I don't know why. What the fuck is? Yeah, this is where these city kids from the city start singing about being yeah. from And also, the thing that was weird to me about it is that this, like, Sonic Underground is this weird sci-fi fantasy thing. It takes place in a world called Mobius. They're just singing about Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Although, how many like rich upper aristocrats are inviting like their local bluegrass Mm. band to their house? And they're like, yes, yes, we love the 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 we love the urchins playing the about the being bumpkins and the no, I love the pores. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, I love to hear about the working man's troubles. Mm All the uh, working men are from the bayou, I guess. They're all from a place called Louisiana, United States of America. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, at this point, like, uh, Sleet, like, Sleet and Dingo, like, like, Dingo, like, transforms back to, an, to his regular self to help to basically capture Manic while he and Dingo steal everything. 
Is that what happens? I, I, no, I, they do it to capture. They don't capture Manic. Right. I remember now. I remember now. Manic. Urchino just takes two of the other kids to the like safe, and they're like, "Oh, right. okay, we're gonna steal things." And Dingo's like, "They're like, wait, Dingo, we're supposed to do that later after the taxes get collected." And he's like, "Or we'll mm-hmm. do it now." Right, uh, and then he like, and then Sleet just shows up because yeah. Manic like takes all the security down and has the one coin, and then comes back and like takes over for drums. Yeah. There's cu- two kids left behind. Yeah. With um Urchino. Yeah, and then they, all that stuff happens. And then like the thing is like Dingo and like Sleet and Dingo take all the money and then the they like pretend later that like there's no money in there. Yeah. Where's all the money? And then they're the like gone. Oh fuck. The the Sonic Underground people are here, and they take the mask off Manic, and then the robots like find the coin on Manic. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Here's the funny part about this episode: Sleet and Dingo are like, "Oh, well, I bet the Sonic Underground stole it," and I'm just like, "Wait, aren't they fugitives? Don't you guys just arrest them for like saying, hey, why are you harboring criminals mm-hmm. here?'" Right. But they don't. That never yeah. gets brought up at all. I yeah, I don't get this. It's weird. Like Manic just willingly goes to jail. He just goes to jail. They, he goes to jail because he was framed. Because he had and been, not because he is a freedom fighter, and not mm-hmm. because he's a fucking fugitive already. That's Wait. why I thought they were wearing the masks so that they wouldn't get caught. Yeah. And they could still play music for the Duke. But then, yeah, Manic, like, willingly goes to jail. And Sonic and Sonya are mad at him. Even though he. Even if he had stolen the money. Yeah. That would have been okay because it would be going towards Robotnik anyway, who sucks. Yeah, and, like. like part of this is like they say (laughs) because of manic's actions uh the duke will have to pay uh with his will have to pay for his taxes out of pocket and he'll be ruined financially and also the kids aren't going to get adopted which they just drop on us uh did they say that duke says arrest them yeah, he arrest. says, you guys, I won't... He says, arrest yeah, he... all the street urchins. And I'm just like, like, holy shit. He's <laughs> just like, oh, man- Manic fucking stole my money? Arrest him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> give me that... Like First this... of all, arresting arresting them wouldn't give your money back, even if they did have the money. Mm-hmm. Second of all... Secondly... Sonic and Sonya are just like... Manic deserves this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they turn on him so quick. They're like, "Ah, uh, we told you, Manic. They're huge narcs." And <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. They. Oh my but god! How this gets resolved is so stupid, too. Yeah. 
So, anyways, Max, the fact that Sonic yeah. doesn't just kick the fact that Sonic doesn't just like beat the shit out of the Duke for just turning on like all his friends, like they're yeah. apologizing to him by the end of this episode, and I'm like, why? He Dude agrees. sold you out at the this drop of a hat. He agrees with the Duke. He's like, yes, my brother should be arrested for doing crimes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, later, I guess, like, Sonic and Sonya get away because they're not really the ones in trouble. And then they're like, Sonic, uh, Sonya's like, wow, those fucking urchins made manic want to go to his old ways again and sonic's like no i don't think that's true he would have like he can make his own decisions and i think i believe him that it was a dare uh, or something is that what happened the, i'm sorry yeah. i feel like i missed something cause... here's the thing about this oh. sonia says like oh those fucking dirty street urchins ruined my brother uh while two of the street urchins are standing right behind her oh right yeah, she sure does uh, sonia mm-hmm. is uh, my enemy so... mm-hmm. uh that it just go just goes to show you can't trust the rich like... um, so, Sonia's turned me into a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> like the what? Joker. Why like is the she Joker. like this? Why is she like this? Why is uh, the one girl character like this? She was nothing but forgiving to that one rich family that nearly s- created a surveillance <sighs> state for Robotnik. But, like, Manic's new little street urchin friends do one thing. They didn't even do anything. It was all Urchino, and she's like, God, I hate them. Mm-hmm. She should want to give them money to be fed, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, it, you know, more important that the Duke keeps his money and keeps his ball able to be going on, and it's fine. The street urchins will get adopted. Or, ah. Yeah, Sonia uh, is so rich and she so, is marrying a prince later. Haven't forgotten about that. Uh, so why oh, does she right. find Oh my god, families? I forgot! Right. She's, she, she's engaged to an adult man I forgot. Uh, who is filthy rich. I have... Oh. I know we eventually... We will eventually see him again, but hopefully not anytime soon. I hope we wouldn't have uh, to. So... Uh... <laughs> How they resolve this is, uh, Max, uh, sp- spies on, uh, Sleet and Dingo, who just are celebrating with their loot by explaining their plan in full detail while he records. While two God, street sure urchins do do just that. stand they, right like, behind them. They, like, literally, like, even have him transform into mm. Urchino, like... They're like, damn, that was such a good idea, what we did. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to talk over you, Devin. I'm just so, like, he had a camera. He found a camera. They're also just, like, they're joking about this plan while two of the other street urchins are standing right behind them also. Well, they didn't know Max was there with a camera, though. Yeah. I like. Just had a camera. Everyone is so mean to these poor kids. 
they realize that he has a camera and they try to chase after him. And he gets away and he runs into Sonic, who Sonic's there for some reason because he's like, oh, I want to see, I think, I want to see what's actually up because I believe yeah. my brother all of a sudden. Yeah, they do bust Manic out of jail after they think they have evidence. Yeah, they uh, like have evidence, I guess. And they mm-hmm. bust Manic out of jail. And I'm like, why? First of all, if you're so worried about like, rules and stuff why didn't you show the the robots or duke or whatever like the actual evidence first if you care that much about rules that manic was arrested in the first place Mm -hmm. uh he just he just wanted to be sure i guess he Uh, they bust him out the robot cops are after them they, uh, they, like, let themselves get caught, I guess. So they can show the evidence. Uh, fucking show the evidence, and they, like, catch Sleet and Dingo, like, in the act of stealing all the money and trying to get out of there. And they're like, oh, we found this money. Guess it, we're such good detectives. And then they show the footage yeah it it works the system works it Uh, works it works i'm sorry if like anything i said was confusing this fucking episode is confusing yeah this episode's i can't believe the end of this episode is sonic narking to the fucking robotic police force Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first I thought it was the Duke's police, but no, I'm pretty sure it's Robotnik's police robots. Yeah. And he's narking about, like, how the money was stolen. And then yeah. the robots take Sleet and Dingo in, because yeah. they were trying to do fraud with the taxes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, those motherfuckers are dead. I think Eggman killed them, right? <laughs> no, but they're probably back in the next I episode. I mean, he should. They're probably he back should. in the next episode, because this cartoon doesn't make sense. I know, it's for kids, but, like, come on. There has to be yeah. some kind of... Ah! <laughs> there isn't much... I know, I kept trying to meet it as, like, a Saturday morning cartoon, like, little kid viewing experience, and every time I did, I'm like... But this would make me mad as a yeah. kid. Like, I would watch this as a kid and be like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, so, uh, they reveal the kids are all gonna get adopted, uh, and Max- Yeah, the Duke can just do that. Yeah. By who? Who's adopting them? Who's there? Oh, don't worry about it. Is the, the Duke, Duke adopting them? families. Is the Duke just taking all these children then? That would make sense. So no, he no. just assigned them families. He, he the found Duke them. Just has the power to assign these children families. He just give. He just selects five random families and says, "These are you're their kids now. These are your kids now. Um, these are your urchins." Uh, and uh, we end with Max revealing he's going to join the Freedom Fighters, but he's going to be a Freedom Fighter who obeys the law. Uh, yeah, you know, somehow, like, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. 
Freedom Fighters, aka not terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> so that ends these episodes, and uh, I think it's time to read some questions, uh, listeners. I'm if tired now from just yelling about these two children's show episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, listeners, if you want to send in a question, you can either send it in on our Twitter, at ShuffleSonic, or in a, at any time at your leisure in the Ask Zone on our Discord. Uh, so, real quick checking, I think, no Twitter questions, okay. Uh, we've got a f- couple questions. Uh, let's see. Jasmine at Sidmon asks, What would Sonic, Sony, and whatever the green one's named have for outsider powers in the Dishonored universe? Uh, I know a little bit about Dishonored. Uh, I know you can control rats. That's Uh, Manic. Manic controls the rats. Manic controls rats. Uh, He's the largest rat. Mm-hmm. Controls all the other rats. He's yeah, the he makes all the rules. He makes all the rules. He makes all the rules. Um, he probably gets the rats to. He probably gets the rats to like steal her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or wait, no, stealing's bad. I'm sorry, I forgot that was the lesson we learned. Well, maybe yeah. if they're in the Dishonored universe, it's okay because they're. What's the word I'm looking for? What's that weird ass term? Uh, they are character. They're immersive sim protagonists and can just steal as much as they like. Yeah. It's okay there. Good for them. Uh, let's see. I don't know any of the other powers, I'm sorry. Oh, I think there's one that lets you, like, possess animals. That's Uh, Sonya. That's Sonya because she loves to be part of the aristocracy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Can't think of one to assign to Sonic because I don't remember enough uh, Dishonored powers to say. Sonic has lightning powers. Uh, I don't even know if that's a thing in Dishonored. He yeah. has lightning powers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, James the Cat Girl asks, What powers would Sonic's mask grant Majora's mask style? And points out, you can't say move faster because there's already a mask for that. So his mask... um. It's 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 on the Twitter, um, but the mask for like the masquerade, he's like a blue like goblin orc, yeah, tiefling kind yeah, of it's guy. Got, like, it's like a sort of like gabo monster guy with like teeth and horns and like there's a beard horn. <laughs> uh, I think this lets you do headbutts. That's what I was going to say. That's really Char- funny. Because, yeah, I was thinking of, like, since there's, like, three horns is what it looks like. Yeah. You can just, like, ram your face into people. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like, hold down the, uh, you hold down, like, B button and, like, Z, you hold down B button and let go and you ram into guys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kitty the Cat. Uh, Kitty Cat Herder asks, How long after being told that stealing is wrong 
would it take before Sonic tries to steal more chili dogs? Well, so, Sonic was the one telling us not to steal. Mm-hmm. So jot that down. Wait, yeah, it's yeah. a huge thing that he just goes around taking chili dogs. Yeah. I think I think if he told, like, Sadayam Sonic this, uh, he'd just go and steal some chili dogs from a conveniently placed chili dog vendor. He would say, I'm sorry, I have a dictator uh, to overthrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is just like, I make my own chili dogs, because I'm a fucking nomad. Adventures of yeah. Sonic Hedgehog has <laughs> Adventures a of weird S- inflation scene where he eats too many chili dogs. And gets big and large and round. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're so right, though. He gets big and large and round. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh... I... <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's it. Um, this one person who's just, like, not super familiar with the server ha- asks some questions less about the episode, just general questions. Right. I'm not gonna get into it. Uh, anyways. I'll take that out of the episode. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. Uh, so, with that... It's time to roll for next episode. Or is it? I'm trying to figure out. So, like, I, I'm i debating whether or not to make next... I think we could do Fan Zone yeah. in two weeks. It'll be... It'll, it'll probably go up in, like, at the end of September or early October. Yeah. So, next week, let's roll. That's a four, and I, if I remember correctly, let me check to be sure, four is the UK Sonic comics. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll be reading the, uh, Sonic Terminator Yo. arc. I think that's the one where they introduce Metal Sonic. Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that version of Metal Sonic is, like, super important. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, so, uh, I think that wraps it up, so, until next time, uh, I'm, I'm Dan, you can find me at all sorts of places, and you can find those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. At Bigger Challenge. You can find uh, my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, we're halfway through Season 2 of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Uh, the day after this recording is uh, going to be an, a GX recording. Uh, it's We're going to be talking about a three-parter. Uh, you can listen to... Video games, the movie, the podcast, a monthly video game mo- movie podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll probably, uh, uh, it's September, and the movie we're talking about this month is Mortal Kombat 1995. Uh, I might be looking into getting a guess for that one. No, no hard confirmation, but, 
I am I have sent out I have sent out a call mm. and I'm waiting on a response mm. from my potential guest. Uh, a new challenger approaches. You can listen to You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one shots. And we recently came back for a uh, short campaign of Mythologic. Uh, Mythologic is an in-development uh, RPG by the Crow System, a.k.a. Daisy. Did I get that right, Daisy? No. Anyway. Uh, the, uh, Mythologic. We are going on a cross-country tour to find and kill Zeus. I am playing as uh Manolios, who is a uh who is a uh the descendant of a nature god and and uh is also known as the Greenwood Shambler, a, a local cryptid in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Uh Ooh. and Last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, and let's see, today on the day of recording is Cherno Day. Uh, according to my schedule, the next closest one, I think, let me make sure, uh, the next closest holiday uh, to recording will probably be uh, uh, let's see. Well, there's two things to bring up. Three things. There's a couple things, actually. There's Yom Kippur. There's Chuseok. I might have mispronounced that. It's a, uh, Korean, uh, fall harvest festival. Or, uh, there's the 21st night of September. And the day after that is fall equinox. And the day after that, it celebrates yeah. Bisexuality Day. Nice. Yeah. Uh, an eventful month, to be sure. Uh, so. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's Haunting the M O R G. You can also find me, I guess, on my other podcast, uh, Departure Lounge, a uh, airplane-based Hunter x Hunter podcast. Um, I'm trying to get in a better mental okay. space for all that. Uh, mm-hmm. Watch the Twitter. Follow my Twitter. Figure out when I update that, because I'll probably... Reblog it and stuff. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, Devin, where can mm-hmm. we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Grooving Gasly and also on a Hunter, uh, Hunter podcast. We are slowly getting caught up on actually releasing our episodes on time. So Ooh. also watch out for that. All right. Uh, and we are the Sonic Shuffle. You can find us on Twitter at ShuffleSonic. From there, you can find the Discord. And uh, you can also find us on Noise Space, 
xyz noise space xyz is a podcast incubator uh hosted by a, by canadians hence the name uh not a lot of them people there are canadian but some are uh the guy who uh, runs it is yep matt gamecube and uh because of what we did with the weekly shout outs uh this week's weekly shout-out is Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses. Uh, a Podcasting is is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses is a Modao Zushi podcast uh, run by uh, fiancés Fallon and Roy. Uh, it's very good. I haven't listened to it myself. I need... My problem with rewatch podcasts is that I need to, like, I feel like I need the source material unless it's, like, something bad. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's understandable. I, I, I really want to watch Modao Zushi at some point. Gotta get around to it. Once I do, I'll probably start listening. But, from what I know, it's pretty good. It's been around for a while. It's, uh, it's a, it's a great podcast. Roy is amazing. Fallon is great. You listen to their podcast and watch Modao Zushi if you get the chance. They also um, put out a big ol' episode uh, where Roy tells, I don't remember, Gigantic Larry on Twitter? I don't remember. Um, I think. I think that's who it is. Uh, about, like, everything up to the point of that episode being put out. And it's four hours, but you can break it up. It's very easy to listen to in chunks, and you can get caught up on the show that way without having to listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I still recommend listening to the whole thing, but it's a good way to get, like, a rundown if you're someone who's, like, me, who's just kind of like, yeah, I listen to podcasts even if I don't watch the thing a lot of the time. Um, and I had a good time. Yeah. Um... I know part of what, like, the late, the current, like, stuff they do for, uh, Modao is, like, they talk about, are these books? I'm not sure what exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it started off as books, and then it got, like, turned into a, um, I don't remember the Chinese word for, like, their, their cartoons, anime, I, I always fucking forget it, but... It's Chinese, that's why I'm like, uh, it's not anime. Uh, you know what I mean. But, yeah. It's good. Uh, Roy's mm-hmm. a good podcaster. And yeah, I really enjoy Fallon. I just know Roy has done more podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that wraps everything up. So, as always... Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. Man, I would say he's the only blue live that matters, but um he's he's a cop in this one, so I can't I can't I can't yeah. say it this time, I'm sorry. Yeah, the only life that matters in this episode is Mannix. A- Steal mm. from the rich kids. He's the green life that matters. The only one. <laughs> Steal from the rich. <laughs> the only one. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I long for my children, but I have to wait.
to act too soon could seal their fate. They made a vow, they'll 